Bro, what are you doing? Uh, just uh, watching uh, porn. What are you? Hey, man, did you at least finish? Well, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go smoke. I'll smoke with you. All right, welcome to a special edition of I'll Smoke With You. I'm your host, Tom Ass, co-host Beaker, Ginger Extraordinaire here with me. How you doing today, Beaker? I'm good. How you doing? Tom Ass. doing? What'd you say? Tom Ass. Oh, okay. I was dumb ass. It sounds about the same. It's close. <laughs> I just realized I don't have beer, which kind of sucks. So we're going to, I'm just going to steal one of your uh, champagnes. Yep, we're drinking yep. champagne. Yep. And uh, today... We are joined by a very special guest, Douglas, Doug, Doug Fresh. How you doing today, man? Doing great. A lot better with the champagne of beers in my hand, butter. They are the best out of bottles. They are by far cheers, boys. I'll smoke with you. I'll drink with you. Take your pick. Um, so, yeah, thanks for joining us today. Uh, just so everyone knows, Doug wrote us the little jingles that we use for the intro, interlude, and outro. They were kind of just kind of like fly by the seat of your pants, right? Spur of the moment, you know? Yeah, we did a couple different takes, chose the best ones. Not a final product, but, you know, it, it, it at least works for now. And I, I might even see us using that. The intro one is probably my favorite. Yeah. It sounded pretty smooth. Uh, I didn't expect it. I didn't even know it was me when I heard it playing. When I listened to your last episode, which was great, by the way, guys. Yeah. And it, did you like the little, like, fade in, then kind of fade out thing we did with it? No, it sounds fantastic. Your production is top-notch. You have a great team working with you guys. Yep. All yeah. two of us. <laughs> we do a good trip. We make a good team. Yep. So, uh, what we're going to start off before we really get into too much is Doug sponsored this episode with some of his homemade bone broth. No, he doesn't sell it. Don't ask him for it. It's an exclusive club that gets some. He kind of gave me some pointers to make my own. Even though for some reason I decide to start mine on a Friday night when I'm drunk and then I forget about it and by Sunday night it's fucking ruined. Um, so <laughs> It yeah. smelled good though. It yeah. definitely it fucking smelled The house smelled great all fucking week. Yeah, it sure it takes a long so time. so fucking hungry. <laughs> it takes a long time to uh, cook the bone broth, but uh, yeah, you got to pay attention. Yeah, so uh, let's. Uh, we're going to do a quick... Bone broth review real quick, right? Right here, we have not tried it yet. I'm going to spill it everywhere. It's a dog and ass. For those yeah. of you that don't see us on video right now, um, Tom Ass is pouring the bone broth from a mug that was just warmed up into shot glasses. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're glassing it from this bitch. It's not going well. But <laughs> the dog is enjoying yeah, it, though. <laughs> Get it, dog. Oh yeah, we're also joined by dog, uh, Doug's dog, Desi. She's a sweetheart, sweet girl, sweetest girl in the world. But um, yeah, let's give this a little try here. We got it nice and hot. Let's go ahead and uh, see, see what she tastes like. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit, I get that cinnamon smell. Sorry, I'm smelling it first. Oh, did you just dive in? Fat ass. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, a bone broth is made from a lot of barbecuing. <laughs> yep. First, you oh. need to gather your friends and cook down some ribs. And in my bone broth, I include some, you know, chicken carcass, uh, pork ribs, uh, lamb, lamb rib, uh, just about anything you can. Grill. Uh, you save all the bones. Freeze them. Make sure to freeze them. You freeze them uh, so you can gather those all up. Uh, just cut a cut a. Uh, a bowl of garlic in half, you know, you're going to want to go ahead and sear those all up and boil them all down. Well, and some fresh herbs. I noticed some thyme and rosemary. I like those yeah. in mine. But from this, I, I am getting, I'm getting the cinnamon hit you were talking about. I taste those pork ribs, those salty pork ribs. It gives it really, it's not overly salted, but it's really, like really fucking good. And I, I do notice that compared to your last batch, you didn't do as much seasoning. You kind of right. let you kind of let the thing. Did you add any butter in this? So that's another little secret that I'll share with all you fine folks out there. Um, I actually do make a roux, a southern roux, uh, with butter and flour. And so uh, you, you go ahead and brown that, and then I'll go ahead and mix that to start 
the batch. Okay. And so that gives it a very is that what gives smoky, it the, yeah. full flavor. Did it also add to the thickness of this batch? It did not because it was, a, it was maybe, a, a, I don't know, half a cup of, of flour. And so this is already mixed in beforehand. And the, the real thickness comes from at least 16 hours of boiling this batch oh. down in a big old vat. Boiling it down? Okay. Just reducing it. Well, that is delicious. I'm glad you get, you left the, the mason jar here. Thank you for that. Um, I just ate food and I'm fucking hungry again. <laughs> yeah, that was delicious, man. But before Holy we get shit. too much into what we're doing for the episode, I do... I, I, I prepared a surprise... Mostly for Doug, I'm sure Beaker knows where I'm going with this, but he doesn't know what part of my ass I'm going to pull it from. Uh-oh. So let's just go ahead and get into it. What? Yeah. Under the table. <laughs> We've got a bottle, a little, little pint of James in here. Oh, boy. Uh, I did this to Beaker on the first episode. I, I was really questioning where I was because I couldn't figure out if we were going to do it in here or where we have been doing the podcast. So I'm all like, fucking, I got the old cake from the old lady to have a little liquor tonight. So I'm like, we're doing this. I'm, I'm setting it up again. You dirty dog. <laughs> yeah. You dirty dog. I, uh, yeah. And did, again, did you like the setup? Oh, dude, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> At first, I was going to go in the coffee box because I couldn't find my duct tape. But so, for everyone, so everyone knows, I taped a half pint of Jameson under the table. And I made sure it was secure, and I just ripped out the Jameson from under the table. Like it's, so, a, like it's a gun and it's like <laughs> yeah, an action dude, movie. I sure hope you heard the sound <laughs> of the rip there. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. So, just to catch you guys all Fantastic off Fantastic showmanship. <laughs> yeah. If that was on uh, a 10 out of 10 right there, <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that ups my last presentation. And hence why, you know, I, why I wanted to try the uh, bone broth so bad, because it gave me an excuse to bring out the shot glasses. So we already got them. So uh, let's go ahead and do this. I, I I bet the bone broth, the leftover bone broth in the shot glass should add to the flavor, I bet. So while uh, we're getting wait. set up here, I uh, just want to throw out, uh, what gave you guys the inspiration to start your podcast? Uh, we did cover that a little bit in episode one. Just, I don't know if you want to take the floor for a second. Basically, a smoker, it's the Smoker Circle podcast. Yeah, we just, you know, we were... He's a big advocator of uh, podcasts, and I, I've been getting actually getting into him lately. Um, and then no, really. we started just we just started bullshit. It's like, why shouldn't we put this on the air and see where it can go? We, you know, we think we're funny. Let's see if the rest of the world or you know thinks we're funny. Well, that and doing kind of doing those pilot episodes let us like figure it out if we're actually like oh. able to be funny in this time slot and we were able to do it but then also like we actually we started getting better at it and figured out that like I kind of look forward to like the podcast each week you know it's fun to think about it and get your mind moving and uh yeah it's just something I've always wanted to do well, I certainly think you guys have some great conversation and uh that's why I like tuning in it's your Really easy to listen to, and you're a lot of fun. Cool, so thank I'll, you. I'll, yeah. I'll cheers to that. I'll drink with you, or I'll cheers with you. I cheers with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did we find our cheers? We have not found a good cheers yet. Do Do you have a good cheers? I'm pretty sure you've told me some good cheers that you like. Oh, I've got a good beers cheers. Yeah, yeah, that's what we mean. Mean the old ass titties, ass ass and titties. Yeah. <laughs> You clank the bottom of the beer (laughs) and then the top of the beer. I'd like to thank Matt Ford for that one. Yep, yep. He was a classic. Yeah, he's a good dude. He'd be a good one to get on the pod. He'd be fun on the body. But then, yeah, I guess just so to start out, uh, an intro for you, Doug. Um, I don't know if you want me to explain a little bit or if you want to kind of explain just like some things about you and then also like kind of where we've all became friends and stuff. Sure, tell me about myself. I'll tell you about yourself. So, very large penis. Very large penis. <laughs> the um, biggest I've ever seen. I, I've only jerked them <laughs> off 0.25 times because I've only gotten that far up the shaft. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, 
yeah. So I met Doug through disc golf. Uh, this motherfucker used to hit aces constantly for big money. Um, yeah, then we were friends throughout the years. We've been roommates. Uh, you're an avid guitar player. You 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 do sales like a motherfucker. Um, and we, you know, one of the biggest things you you are in a, a a band that we do like to support. Crow Flower. Go find them on Spotify. Spelled crow and flower, but like all one word. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure you're missing a lot. A new time dad, your son's too. So uh, yeah, I mean, I I know I'm missing a ton here, but it's kind of a. Well, I appreciate it. No, it's really it's a good intro, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm thankful to have you around. Uh, you know, whenever I need a hand moving stuff, first one to call, always will want to help. So, uh, or the one with the truck, either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't call the SUV the white truck, even. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I, do you want to talk about Crowflower at all? How long you guys have been a band? No. You guys got your stuff out on Spotify now. So, yeah, Crowflower's been a band for uh, just a little over four years. Uh, we formed here in Ogden, Utah. We were bred in the brine of the Salt Lake and uh, slowly climbed our way out to the, uh, the foothills here of the Wasatch Front. And uh, we've gone through some member changes and we brought some members back. We're bringing new members in and we're back ready to rock and roll. Um, you know, so, so how many songs do you guys have up on your Bread and the Brine? Uh, so technically on Bread and the Brine there are four songs and then we add, added additional three songs as singles on Spotify. Okay, um, so there's seven songs people so can go listen to. There's seven songs on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music. Uh, you know, you pick any streaming platform, any one of your choice, and we're going to be on there. Awesome. Yeah, they're great to listen to, man. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited for where you guys are going in the future. Um, Can't wait to hear you guys in live again. That's always been fun. Yeah. Do you guys have any upcoming shows where people can uh, find you? Not quite yet. So um, we actually just are indoctrinating our old singer. Dana back in the band, and uh, we have a new drummer on the way, so we are really excited to pump out some new music. Uh, we have a lot of things on the docket, ready to ready to rock, that we've been practicing, we've been getting ready, and we've been practicing on the strings, so uh, we're really excited for this new chapter with a new singer and new drummer, and awesome. uh, yeah, we're, we're really uh, yeah, all gas, no brakes. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah that's that's awesome. what I like to hear. Yeah, hopefully... Uh, so we we've been in talks with Crowflower. I know I know you guys are a little busy right now. We do want to write a song called "All Smoke" with you, um, or have Crowflower write that song. I I'd like to some input. I don't know if Beaker wants in. Yeah, it'd be uh, fun to work with you guys on that. That'd be really it, awesome. I think it would be a cool cross promotion. You know, you guys have a song called I'll Smoke With You. We have a song called I'll Smoke With You written by Crowflower. It'd be fantastic. It'd be a, I think I, I think it's a really unique way to cross, you know, cross uh, promote each other like that. If it happens, it happens. I, I'm sure I sure would like it to happen, but we'll see. We're not you know not in any rush. Yeah. Either way, I'll so smoke Dana back yeah. in the band. Yeah. That's gonna sound uber sick. Yeah, I actually just caught one of his shows last Friday. Uh, he's he's playing in his uh, in a project for himself and uh, called Senescence. And, uh, I was actually going to ask you how do you how do senescent senescent that's good he, to know it's senescent. He actually had to explain it. I thought it was sensi at first, more <laughs> evanescence. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so he he, had, he put the uh, you know however you say it up there online. He told me several times, and you know I still obviously botched it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, senescence, and I guess senescence means the act of uh, growing old and decaying. Mm. So it's interesting. That's and it is, it's pretty sick, and uh, pretty you know, they, they came they came out uh, throwing throwing hands better than I thought they would. I mean, they had a really a gritty sound, and uh, they've got some some good talent behind their band. So it's really cool to see a brother of yours succeeding and doing something yeah. different. Yeah. So yeah, is he doing more of a, like a singing thing on that one? He's or? singing and and playing rhythm. Oh, but um, what he doesn't do is like. Heavy growl and shit. And he is. He's, he's doing that too. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's bringing some heat. Cool. He's, he's singing and uh, you know bringing some heat on it. So it's, it's a really cool dynamic. He's really finding himself and finding his voice. So 
Uh, I'm just really proud of him for you know continuing his venture because he's you know he's a great musical force and he's trying a lot of new things. That's awesome. But yeah, so um, I guess uh, some of the basic questions we got kind of got to. We're going to try and make it part of our interview platform and apologize that you're our kind of guinea pig guest on the show. You know, our first, he's our first official guest. On the first episode, we did call my sister, but that wasn't really like a guest. It, like, that wasn't really a guest. That was you a know? surprise guest. To yeah, everybody. yeah. We ended up like, we're drunk. We're like, yeah, let's call my sister. Call her number one. Don't worry, Jamie. But she was fucking funny. So, like, if you get through that first one, that last little bit with her on there is fucking hilarious. Um, so, but yeah, so some of the things, some of the basic questions we're trying to ask people. Uh, you know, one, like, start with, since this is called I'll Smoke With You, what, what is probably your all-time favorite cigarette to have? Marlboro 27, hands down. Well, I mean, when, too. What, oh, when? Yeah. Easily, easily coffee, breakfast, cigarette, first one of the day. Yep. Easily best cig. I haven't, I, haven't sm- I haven't smoked cigarettes in years, but I still, when I drink that morning coffee... How it would pair with that 27. <laughs> I, I still did romance you, Yeah, did you start smoking early enough, like, before phones were too huge, where you'd look at a newspaper and drink coffee out on the porch? Well, uh, no, not really. It was more just driving. Just driving oh, and okay. smoking, so. I, I, I always enjoyed that good Sunday morning cigarette with the newspaper back when I was, like, in high school. Sounds about right, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was telling him, I like just, my favorite was the, in the morning, right before I did stuff with the, tr- the plants, you know? I, mean, I thought yours was uh, after dinner, Sig. No, that was me. Oh, I, I enjoy that after. Tom, like, Tom nice asks, like, the after dinner, Sig. Yeah. Mine's the very first morning, uh, in the morning, like, staring at And I'm not like Tom, where I like to look at something. I like to just, like, be kind of in nature. I, I like just the nature sounds. I don't really like reading newspaper or anything but that was also I was staring at you know 12 to 14 foot plants so that was enough to look at well for me it was like up at my grandma's house I probably even shouldn't incriminate myself but like you know like she'd be off to church or something and I'd wake up and fucking get the na- newspaper and go because her backyard is in fucking nature dude there's squirrels throwing nuts at you birds <laughs> chirping and then you just read the newspaper looking around having a cigarette drinking some coffee like that was that's just like I don't know what's the um, not reminiscence but like the nostalgia mm-hmm. of smoking yep, a cigarette yep. when I was like 18 you know so yeah and that's the same thing playing disc golf getting out in nature when I'm walking around that's the only time I would smoke when I was Really, not smoking anywhere else is just getting out in nature, and I love I love it. You know, of oh, course yeah. you're exercising air, a little bit, and uh, <laughs> when you get the fresh air, you got to put the bad air in your lungs. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that that is a good cigarette while you're disc golfing too, mm-hmm. where you're like you have like a fuck, you're playing a good game, and then you like fuck up two holes in a row, and you're like, okay, time right, to choke just, down some smoke. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get some nicotine in me. I'm gonna refresh, shake off the fucking bad juju, and start killing this round again. So that's a, that's a good cigarette too, uh, but also disc golf might be a good uh, segue into like a, one of two different things or both things, mm-hmm. but like favorite beers, you know, favorite beers is also, a, you know, we're big on beers on this podcast, um, you know, so like maybe either what's your favorite beer or what's your favorite beer disc golfing, like what, what are you taking to the course with you? Well, what I would take to the course typically would be either a Pabst or a Coors Light. Uh, my wife says I'm getting fat, so uh, Coors Light is generally the answer these days. <laughs> yeah. uh, although I can drink uh, way too many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but a best beer, uh, I would say like a, a Duval or uh, you know like yeah, a like Belgian, a Belgian ale, something. Uh, One question we've asked each other is. Um, like, if you could have, like, if you had a genie who gave you one wish and you're, the only wish you could make is what kind of beers would always be in your fridge that you just, like, never had to pay for? 
you could still go buy other beers or whatever. But like, if you just opened your fridge and there was always a fresh rack of X beer, what would be the X? Yeah, what would that be? What's your X factor? Well, I, I, it's a tough one because uh, I might just go bud heavy, but I, in my dream world, it might be Magic Hat Number Nine. It's beer brewed out of Vermont, and uh, a buddy named Dougie Brassel of mine. He, uh, his sister was actually a, uh, a, a tech for them and she did some of the, the science work on the beers and making sure everything was up to proper standards for this like craft brewery. And I mean, I, I heard about them long before I even knew Doug, but, uh, man, that is like the perfect beer. Is that like an all day drinking beer though? It is an all day drinking beer. And What's the percentage on it? Uh, remember? probably about, uh, five, 5.6. Okay. So now it, something will give you a good buzz, but not like it won't knock, trash. It won't knock you out, but it's still <laughs> like, if you even have like two or three of them, you'd be, you'd be happy with yourself. And it's just the flavor. And it's kind of like sometimes when you're drinking paps, cause, uh, Tom, if I ever had a partner that we needed to drink more paps than anybody in the universe, <laughs> I'd, I'd call on him. And, uh, speaking of paps, hold the bitch down. I'm going to go grab some. When you, sometimes you grab a beer, you know, it's your regular beer, and uh, sometimes there's one beer that just hits a little different. It tastes a little different. It tastes like better than all the rest. It, it, it's once every couple months that you just have one of these beers that just absolutely sends you to the moon. You're like, why can't they all taste like this? <laughs> yeah. And that's what Magic Hat number nine is. It's that beer that hits nice every time you drink it. That's what I think about Killian's Red. Ooh, that one's a very, like, when they... I was working at the Pie, which is a pizza joint out here in Ogden. There's one. There's a couple places actually in Utah. A really good pizza. Um, they got they got in at Killian's Red when I like halfway through. I was working there, and probably one of the best beers I've ever had from Draft, to be honest. Well, so that was one of the arguments we were having, though, is like it's I'm for me. I would take the route of putting my go-to drinking beer. In, in the fridge because then you can. It's, it doesn't mean you can't go buy other beers. You can go buy these special beers and shit. Yeah. And fucking probably be course like then I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't you want the beer you spend the most money on to just always be in your fridge? And then if you felt like something else, you go. And it is weird. Oh yeah, Coors Light because you switch to it because the wife. I get it. I was like, you fell off the. Well, I fell off the Paps train too because exactly. One Paps you know, hard forever. That yeah. was always my thing, but uh, I told him I'd it. have cores in the fridge. It's a regular cores. Cores banquet. And they always Colorado Kool Aid. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good sharing beer too. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, everybody walk walk of life. You know, hey, you want a beer? Here's a regular ass beer for you. You know, and to father-in-laws to brother-in-laws to yeah. buddies to yourself you know anybody that's, can be down yeah just, that's where well, I've, I've I'm gone not with, treating you too fancy I, I've gone with Bush <laughs> yeah he's a Coors <laughs> I, I've gone with Bush Light because I feel like it has the quality of Coors Light it's just a little cheaper and then also the, it was kind of the happy medium for me and Bailey to kind of meet in the middle with the beer she likes the Michelob Ultra Whoa. I like PBR don't like so, I do not like natural light. I, I'm well, sure natural light and Keystone fuck for, right off. For you someone know. of the like, fisherman and hunter type of you, I mean, of course you want that camo can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I couldn't find him in the store the other day. Yeah, dude, I could not find him in the store. Right past. <laughs> I walked back four, four or five times. Ah yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like in Colorado, I actually like we. Since there's like a you know liquor store on every fucking corner, I would try different beers, and honestly, Coors is the one I kept in my fridge the whole time because like I like the other some of the other ones, but it's just like they get old. You know what I mean? Just drinking yeah. that every day. But Coors tastes crisp. It's always crisp. Well, so maybe it's because it's so close and fresh in Colorado. The water tastes similar. Well, it's because, <laughs> because no, I listen to these guys. Um, they're out in like Minnesota. And um, they they talk shit on Coors Light, and I'm like, it's got to be that they're not, but like they're not in the altitude, they're not, but they don't drink that water, 
you know, they're out in the Midwest where the water kind of sucks, I guess. And so they just like to, it, it's got to taste too good for them, I think. It's going to well, taste too good. Well, they, Maybe they, a little not, bit because my friend, my yeah. dad's friend in, from, is from West Virginia and he fucking loves Yellow Bellies. Mm. I mean, he, that's what, that's the only, that's how I found out Coors exists is from him. You know, I, when I was 16 years old, he slipped me a fucking Coors. I was like, this is cool as shit. That's I found out so. Coors exists from your mom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, <laughs> <they're> like, <laughs> there, there's, there's two things about Coors. You leave my mom out of this. I, I don't know why we... Don't look at the mother. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure why we're talking about Coors so hard, because anyway. two, two things come to mind. I mean, Coors is cold brewed. And so, unlike other beers, they keep it cold throughout the entire process of brewing it, which is kind of like uh, insufficient and kind of fucked. And then uh, the second is that, uh, you know, beers brewed in higher altitudes, when you bring them down to lower altitudes, are going to like, it's going to change the carbonation process. It's it's going to be either way more carbonated or way less. So that could do be you, why they don't like it. Do you think that goes the same way with brew uh, beers that are brewed at lower altitude? Absolutely. Bring, get brought up to higher altitude? Absolutely. So if you Should buy... Really as much head. Well, usually it. if you buy a beer uh, at, like, closer to sea level and then bring it up to where we are at, like, 50, what would it be, 5,200 feet? Yeah, we're about yeah. 5,000 feet or so, uh, give or take. Yeah. So that... And it's like, that's actually, like... The, one of the highest mountains that I worked at in, in like New Hampshire. The highest it, mountain it's I like worked at was 52, 5,400 feet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you, if you buy a beer like, say, San Diego and you bring it back to Utah and bring it up to this altitude of, like, you know, 5,000 feet at least, then it'll just explode when you open it up. So actually, that, okay. that is that so is how do they transport that, that shit? That so, no, that is it's just in a car, bud. No, so <laughs> I'm talking about because yeah. this Paps was made in Wisconsin and he opened it, it didn't fucking explode. Yeah, so, but it might okay. take time. So or because it's refrigerated the whole it's an time. Interesting it, concept. It takes time. Right, let me, let me, it's an interesting concept because Idaho has a Budweiser factory up there. So maybe that's maybe that's an actual thing, is maybe Budweiser specifically brews all their beers for this high altitude. In Idaho, and it all gets shipped to high altitude. Wasn't there also a that actually a Budweiser? That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it's I like logistically. There's also a Budweiser company out in Denver as well, right? There, I, I don't know. I don't know what Denver is. Pretty sure I, when I go to Kyle's, when I used to go to Kyle's house, my little brother, um, I, I'm pretty sure I passed a Budweiser. You passed to blue, a Budweiser. Yeah, so you passed. One blue. thing I noticed <laughs> earlier was that. Um, as we were running through some stats earlier, uh, this podcast is actually huge in Switzerland, and I'm pretty sure they might be the owners of Budweiser now. Oh, really? Budweiser is owned. Yeah. Um, so oh, I had something for um, Well, I know they... Well, so Budweiser came from... It's, it's a recipe that came from Germany. I know that much. But... Um, Damn, I just had something good to say. That's probably, probably Budweiser. 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 Because Dutch is in German. Or the, oh, they have a V. Yeah. That's why so it's Anheuser. Yeah, Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser. Uh, Anheuser's a... But can uh, you say it with a German so accent? Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> I don't know. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Anheuser-Busch. Anyway. Yeah. You guys, uh, want, you guys want to like take a break here and maybe... I don't know. Go smoke? I guess we are We are approaching that 30-minute mark. That 30-minute mark. We can bust out five, well, 60 more seconds. Oh, she's ready to go out. Tell him, Desi. You want to go smoke? Say, I'll smoke with you. You want to go smoke, Des? <laughs> you want to go smoke, Des? <laughs> yeah, you want to go smoke? All right. Des wants to go smoke. Well, I'll smoke with you. I'll smoke, I'll smoke with you too. All right, we'll be right back.
Quit breathing so hard. All right, welcome to I'll, I'll Smoke With You, or welcome back to I'll Smoke With You. I'm your host, Tom, huh? Tom Ass. I imagine, sorry, I got, yeah, that was uh, very unexpected, but we got our silence. Um, <laughs> all right. Woo! So, yeah. so I said, though, that I did have a second surprise. Are you guys ready? You, you guys didn't even look under the table after the first one, and... I can't believe I thought of that one. But, oh, <laughs> oh, he's flipping us off. <laughs> that was the big so, surprise. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that, but I do have a real surprise, though. Uh, oh, he's rummaging for something. Uh-oh. What's we're it going to be? We're doing this fucking cheese challenge right now. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm down for this. We got the hot wasabi horseradish cheese. Made by Yancey Fancy. Yancey's Fancy? Yancey's Fancy? That's, 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 kind of that's a horrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> New York Artisan Cheese. Okay. And then we also are followed up by the Scorpion Pepper Gouda Cheese. Uh, well, yeah. I'm excited that's that it's a Gouda. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm excited that it's a Gouda, but like... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fucking sample Jesus. the cheese first. Are we going the, the I, scorpion or are we going the hot wasabi? We should vote actually. I think we. I was thinking go hot hot wasabi horseradish first, and then finish it with the scorpion pepper. Oh, you think that'll be hotter? <laughs> yeah, I think that's gonna be the hotter one. Or should we start with the hotter one? I I would say let's start with the hotter one. And go I would say back. we just cut them up, and then you can decide what kind of piece you want to take at what time. So I can Ooh, sample but, whatever I want first, and you can sample what you want first. Okay, so you, go. but you got to eat them within thirty seconds of each other or something. Uh, if you want to make rules on eating cheese, yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, All these stipulations on fucking cheese, bro. Well, I mean, it's like a cheese taste test, a hot cheese taste right, okay, test. Yeah. So yeah, let's go ahead and do a hot try cheese a taste piece test. Of cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quit, quit looking at my dick. I'm not looking at the dick. I'm looking at the dick. You can't tell. We had a great cigarette sesh. It was, it was awesome. So now we're back ready. One of us went like, I'll smoke with you. And then the other one was all like, but I'll smoke with you. Yeah, and then... I'll smoke with you. I'll smoke with you, too. You know, it's just... It's all smoking it all over. <laughs> I smoke no, all you over don't, you. You don't want another... You don't want none of this, Des. No hot cheese for it, Des. It's not addictive. It takes all your bad feelings and turns them into good feelings. Okay. Um, should we be silent for a second? Or do, do you guys... Why does... The cheese is already dead. You don't got to be silent for yeah, I mean, what order are you guys going to take this in? What order are you going to take it in? I, would, uh, I, I mean, I initially I thought the hot wasabi horseradish first, and then the hot one. But honestly, if you take the hot one first, one the less it. hot one, I'm pretty sure this one's gonna, the hot wasabi is going to be less hot. Let's try the Probably hot one. more flavor too. First. You want to try the hot one? I think I think the uh, the other one, the hot one, the real hot one is probably the best. All right, be more flavorful. Or anything. Oh yeah, well, either way. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 I have a taste of wasabi, so maybe that's my. I don't think. I don't uh, taste the I was thinking. I was cheese before I taste the wasabi. I was. That's why I was actually going to initially say within ten seconds. Yeah, so you eat the you eat the hot one, the the scorpion pepper gouda, and once you finish in, once you finish swallowing that, you have ten seconds to eat the slice of hot wasabi. You gotta get all the cheese out of your mouth before you can I want to enjoy it. Wait, and actually, we should, cheese. Yeah, let's, I'll well, slice up the cheese. Hot, though, I'll right? slice up the cheese, but somebody needs to get this on film. Somebody needs to get this on film, like on, on their phone, Snapchat, fucking just video uh, record. We need like some video evidence of this happening. Evanescence of this happening? Some special essence of this happening. <laughs> You're alive here. Yeah, you're alive here tasting some cheese. Sorry, they weren't. I didn't prepare either of them for this. Nobody knew what was going on. Just do we ever know yeah. what's going on? Though? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to keep it fresh, right? I mean, especially like, I mean, you guys didn't see the half pint of whiskey coming from underneath the that table. That was pretty cool. That I saw that was a tasting. <laughs> <laughs> like that was pretty dope. 
So that's awesome. Are we gonna show? Honestly, I thought you were pulling a Glock out from underneath there, a little <laughs> mini. You know, we're going to shoot yeah. You know, <laughs> we're gonna experiment with Russian roulette. <laughs> You'll know. <laughs> so yeah, this is our first cheese hot wasabi horseradish. First cheese hot yeah. wasabi horseradish, and our second cheese. Well, in what whatever order you want, is a scorpion pepper gouda. Yeah, let's try it. Scorpion pepper gouda. It's Desi. No. Uh, let's get a little knife. And I, I don't know if you have to get the whole thing on film, just like when we actually try. Oh, I just got that. Yeah. Well, we got the we got the cheeses established in, and now we can just record us eating them. I'm pretty excited for this. I've had these this? cheese for a little while, so. How you doing? Wondering when we we're gonna fucking eat them. Yeah, I was saving them for a moment just like this, kitty. <laughs> Fresh Market has this gang sale right now going on for cheese. Buy one, get one. It's a local cheese. Like Heber. That's where I got both these actually. It was Fresh Market. You snap your head around like that. Don't cut yourself. <laughs> yeah, dude, this fucking butter knife, butter knife is lethal. Lethal butter knife. Watch yourself, Ginger. <laughs> you're going to bust out cheeses. That's the new Mel Gibson movie, Lethal Butter Knife. <laughs> well, I, I figured it was like the, the fact that they were hot cheeses. So. They're, they're smoking hot. These cheeses were formed into fine sculptures of females and sold mm -hmm. for hundreds of dollars. <laughs> we got them on discount at Fresh Market. <laughs> Local artisan cheeses. Okay, uh, I guess since oh, we should cut this one too. Ooh. My elbows. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking lay in the tramp this shit. You know what I mean? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, you guys, you choose your slice. I'll take whatever. Want to choose your wasabi slice too? Doug? Wasabi slice? He's already. Where's, cheese, where's it? Get the video going. Oh, goddamn. This is what I wanted on video was the. Uh, well, just set it up on the computer or something so it gets all of us. Alrighty, here we go. Oh, that's the wrong way. There we go. All right. Scorpion, pepper, gouda. Doug's already eaten it. It's got a good bite. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's not like, it's definitely tasty. It's got the real mellow. Yeah, kind of like a, that gouda really mm. counterbalances everything. Yeah. Kind of like an upgraded uh, pepper jack, you know what I mean? Like pepper really? Jack on steroids. If yeah. like Pepper Jack yeah. didn't stop when the first bite, you like just continue to rise. Very creamy. A very creamy. That's the that's the next so battle. Creamy. It's like it's, like almo it's almost like a yeah. peanut butter. Like yeah, it's the, the consistency of peanut sugar. butter is kind of weird. That's all right. We're still recording live. I just wanted some video of us trying some of this cheese. It does have, oh, yeah. it has a nice kick at the back of it too. It like does, it's good. It does. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? You know what? I've, I've, I took mine earlier. I felt like it was a little trip of cheese trip. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's fantastic. And now this is yeah, the. Yeah, that's delicious. This is the oh, hot wasabi. Oh yeah, hot wasabi. Okay, we're doing this. Oh yeah. Here hot wasabi. Mmm. Yeah, it looks delicious too. That is very delicious. I'm glad delicious. we did this cheese in that. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do the wasabi first. I, I thought I was doing a hot cheese challenge, and turns out it was a delicious cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like some good kick to them, but like they're fucking delicious. That wasabi, like great fucking flavor. I'm not, cool. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That cheese would probably go really good with like a red wine, mm -hmm. like Merlot or something like that. It's like and I'm not sushi. a wine expert, right. no, but, but that, that cheese made me want wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I, I need a white wine. It has a nice kick at the back of it, too. Like, it does. It does. Yeah, that's a... Uh, tastes like sushi. Like when you just get a 
good bite of soy sushi, and it's like, bam. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then it's like, but even if it's shitty sushi or something like isn't to your liking, you, and you just blast that out of space with wasabi, I mean, you basically just got a huge hot sauce. Yeah, let's sit blast. down and get back next to the mics. And we'll, uh, yeah, but no, those were delicious. I, I could munch on those all night, honestly. Yeah, thanks for dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plug me up a little bit. Yeah, take a few slices of it. Although, I think, uh, I probably shouldn't say this on the pod, but well, oh. I guess it'll show who listens to it and not. Is like, it'll be like the scorpion, the scorpion pepper gouda. Ooh, that's some shit. And it's like really just actually, yeah, a spicier pepper jack and even more delicious. You lazy in a brewski? <clears throat> yeah. Pretty sure I have one somewhere. Is that? Me over here. Yeah. Uh, anyways. So, yeah, that was my uh, second surprise. I hope both surprises were actually enjoyable. Delicious. They were both as epic as each other. If that makes sense. Um, no, not really. They were good. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys cut some more cheese? Yeah. (laughs) That's what we're saying. We're just going to munch on this for the rest of the night, dude. Like, dude, it is a spicier pepper jack, and it is fucking one of the best cheese. Yeah, that was a good. Life, that was a really good call on. Uh, that. Is it the shots talking, or is it the cheese talking? It's the fucking cheese, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm all giddy inside. I feel like cheese curds, cheese curd butterflies in mm-hmm. my stomach. Ooh, these are cheese curds would be fucking bomb, bro. God, dude, I can't. I love cheese curds. I can't buy another deep fryer, bro. I never can't heard of it. cheese curds till I came to Utah. Really? Yeah. Green out there in the East Coast? Squeaky Jesus, like, I don't know. Because the Wisconsin's right there, so. Yeah, I think it's just South Midwest, and that uh, doesn't go out to the East Coast. Yeah. I'd never heard of it before. Really? And then, uh, shit, damn. I usually, out here, it's amazing, Squeaky Cheese. They say, so out in the Midwest is kind of where it started. God, this cheese is fucking delicious, dude. Yeah, it's gone already, sorry. Yeah, that's where Squeaky Cheese originated. And then from the Midwest all the way to the West Coast. Yeah, that one was good, too. Um, fucking uh, people started just, like, making, like, they took the recipe from the Midwest, and they just kept traveling west and doing slowly yeah. different things with it. Definitely something you could uh, transport yeah. and keep for a little while. Yeah, there. especially if you put it in a wax or whatever, or give it a rind. Like, when, when people make, like, that's what this is. This is rind, and just, so you don't eat the green part, you know. When I went to Wisconsin to see my dad, I got some really good cheese curds from there. And also in uh, Minnesota, in the airport, Kyle and I, my little brother stopped off at this, I think it was like pizza joint or whatever. Dude, their cheese curds were so fucking good, man. I am. Woo, Unbelievable. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of the thing. Is like you go back to the Midwest, the cheese curds are the best. Uh, you go to the, any of the coasts, and that's where the seafood's the best. Mm-hmm. And wow. then you come inland, and that's kind of where the beef yeah. is the best. So Yeah, that's one thing I did like about living in Colorado is Colorado has some fucking great-ass fucking meat there. Yeah. Like it, it was ne- I never had a bad fucking cut or anything. Well, and they say about Utah is like, a lot of the if you want to get the best meat in Utah, there's local ranchers that'll like sell you, you know, or sell you a whole. You gotta get buy a whole cow, yeah, buy the whole cow, yeah. But generally, like you know, if you get four people to go in on it, each can do that. I can only probably buy. I can probably buy a half, but like I can stick half of it in my mom's freezer because my freezer is like that's what I'm saying. TV, I I would do it. TV, you know. I would do it, but I don't own a deep freezer, and I like it. It's one. I I think it's one of the biggest failures in my life is that I don't own a deep freeze. Like as a man, I really what? feel what like you salt and put in the attic. <laughs> salt and put in the attic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can. You can preserve shit he a long have time. An attic, so put in the bait. Put it somewhere. Put it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't say it, I was going to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you think like dig a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen some of that meat. Was that they actually they do they bury some meat and like, they put heat on it though, right? I'm pretty sure and they bury it. You wouldn't, yeah, well, you wouldn't survive some... a minute in a zombie apocalypse. No, actually, I think it's some like 
bad shark meat that they do this with? They'll yeah. put it underneath the ground. Oh, yeah, they do it. They actually do it. Was that you that was telling me that? Uh, I think I've heard of that, that isn't it? Together. We watched something. I need to remember who I talked to, but someone went to like. Yeah, some Alaska and shit. And you can, did that, you, yeah. you have to bury the meat and put it under rocks and stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously, to try to mask it from bears and other. They said it's not awful tasting, them. but uh, it gets you fed. Well, it's, if you were even lucky enough to, like, I mean, you could pack it with dirt and stuff, but you could, like, salt it or something. I mean, that's like. It was an ingenious way in. Like revolutionary times, yeah. we're able to be able to keep any source of meat or anything mm-hmm. is just tossing it in salt and that's why it. even though Alaska mm-hmm. is fucking cold, but like that would be a great way because it's cold as fuck, right? Well, yeah, so you'd be able like hours, same thing. You imagine eating long. a seal every yeah. fucking day, <laughs> like that's well, your okay. that's your goal is to go fucking catch a seal. <laughs> well, the key uh, was, was the, or? the key. The key was when they discovered salt. Like you know, there's salt in seals and shit. There's mm-hmm. saltwater animal, animals. And then, like, the sometimes when shit freezes, the salt builds up. And if you can collect that okay. salt, like, then the salt helps pervert, uh, preserve shit. Mm-hmm. So, that's, yeah, preserve. That's why, like, when you dry age steak or whatever, that's why you, like, fucking just smother it in salt. And then you mm-hmm. put it in, like, a, yeah, almost like a cigar creates, humidor. It's like but, a crazy layer and. You kill stuff and it's really yeah, and then it's preserved for long periods of time, man. So another question: You cut that off. Don't eat. Don't eat this stuff on the outside. What no, do you no. think that seal would taste like? Do you think it would be like kind of like fish, or do you think it's like a mixture between mammal and fish? Or I, you... I think seal, you know, like being the performer that he is, would probably be <laughs> cannibalism, <laughs> and I'm not sure I'm okay with yeah. that. He's a legend. I mean, I don't look up to him that much, but he is like, you know, he, he spoke to a generation. What about the Navy Seals? And then just to eat him, well, unless you're eating his asshole, I guess. You're going to have a he tough time like eating the Navy Seals. They've got guns. Yeah, we're Americans. We got guns, too. <laughs> exactly. America. Fuck Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a good record. <laughs> I wasn't even finished with this one. I'm like, I can't even. Yeah, we. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe you can help us, Doug, because we've been wanting to come up with like a good "I'll smoke with you." Cheers. Cheers, and we just like have fucking no ideas. Like, I'll smoke with you. Cheers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not a commercial, bro. It's a... <laughs> Statement is trademarked. Copyright and fridge. <laughs> For use, please contact yeah, I'll smoke with you at gmail.com. Give some of that wasabi fucking cheese. Boom, please. coming at you. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit Ooh. was good. Right? Wasabi was like well, you really fucking good, man. <laughs> I thought that the pepper, the, the scorpion pepper was going to be hotter. It's hotter, but like, but more tasteful. But I this know, wasabi has actually been more like flavorful. Yeah. No cheese for you. I mean, both are delicious, yeah. dude. I, I mean... I, maybe we should switch our podcast dude, to I talk. Did. We just talk about cheese for Bro, 60 minutes. Cheese like, so dope. I'm disappointed you didn't tell me cheese? about this. I could have brought some cheeses. Hey, I just bought some cheeses. I, this, I, I, I had to get you guys off guard. That's hey, the thing. When I want to catch shit like What do you think about this? Make this cheese that was hot wasabi cheese and fucking cheese sticks, bro. Mozzarella oh, cheese sticks? Just, that'd be fucking... Not buying a, a, a deep fryer, bro. I am not buying a what deep about, fryer, what about, dude. What about one of those uh, pans <laughs> with oil in it? And, <laughs> and uh, or... Yeah, we, the, I do have cast iron. iron. You can say air fryer. Have cast iron? I have cast iron. Cast iron. Cast iron. Okay. I'm long. Yeah, I didn't... I didn't know it was like, welcome to delicious cheese time. <laughs> well, you're the one that fucking surprised us and brought the goddamn cheese out. But they, I, you gotta admit though, it was all like, don't you like the double, or don't you, yeah, don't you like the double setup? You know, instead of don't you like the setup, don't you like the double setup? Is that like a, yeah, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> you're your own Eventually the podcast. He is, it's pretty gross. <laughs> So, but as you know of our uh, intro, he, he likes to do that, so. This <laughs> podcast made me enough money to make a mouth fuck of my own face, <laughs> and then I got myself off. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Fag. No. So, all right. We're just going to. All right. Let's move on. Anything you got, Doug? Any questions you have for us about the podcast or anything? Oh, man. I really want to know if you had three things to bring with you in a zombie apocalypse, what would they be? Well, obviously you'd have to have like um, a what? Some sort of like handheld weapon. That's like, like what? I'd say like some. You need to like grab axe. it now. We don't have time. What do you need right well, now? Well, right now I probably have my axe. Are you okay. talking about in and this then, room? Yeah, or in this items? room? No, three of okay. Top three. And then probably... You can get pretty quick, you know, it probably has. My knife, and then... You can't say like a 3D printer or some dumb shit you no. can have, like, you know. And then, like, a, my survival lighter. So, I heard a lighter? A knife. Well, a knife, knife? And my axe. Well, that's not a knife. Axe. You know what I would grab? Uh, my dick and my balls. <laughs> that's, that's all I need, yeah, man. That's one, two, and three right there. As long as I get those things, I'm gonna be all right, bro. I'm gonna be all right. <laughs> okay. I know with all the items I I grab, you can make and do a lot of shit with them. So, so is, a hammer is there like a a loophole though? Because like I've been thinking about making like a. A seventy-two hour kit or something, or a small survival bag. You know, so is that considered you one could, item? Yeah, is that? Well, bag you're gonna need one if you chose those items. <laughs> yeah. Just make a survival tool. Make a purse with all your stuff in it. Well, if we're putting putting a survival bag together. There's a lot of shit in that I would take. Obviously, I have one already halfway built, so I just need a few more. I, I think it would qualify though, because technically, if you had that bag packed. Full of like knives, band aids, neosporin, yeah. an axe, maybe a small saw. Like, you know, like you just you had one bag packed with all that shit, and you got to grab three things on on your way out the door. If you already had that packed, then yeah, that should be a thing. Well, most know. of it's already in my car. So yeah, <laughs> I think an essential item is a crowbar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, zombie apocalypse, come on. Well, and also, zombie apocalypse, I do, also a baseball bat is just like always just, it's I have like a, a crowbar. Yeah, I have a baseball it. bat in my car, I have a fucking bamboo stick in my car, I have bowling ball that will put you down in my car. <laughs> or the uh, pocket put, the ear gauge pocket put. Yeah, that's, that's right. Here, that's it. Just throw it at your dick. Just try this, dick bro. And, <laughs> the ear gauge pocket <laughs> enables any any villain out there. That'll put bro. you down. You're gonna come and you're gonna fall asleep. Bro. Zombies are gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Um, are we doing some ass ass titties? Ew, ass titties. Ass ass titties. <laughs> we did titty titties, but hey, it was alright. Um, yeah, so yeah, a nice. baseball bat's a good one. Yeah, but it can't open doors very well for too long. Depending on what, most doors are glass nowadays, so like yeah, you can't. An aluminum baseball bat or a wooden one? Aluminum. Are there vampires? This zombies. Aluminum. Yeah, yeah. I feel like wait later. That's, that's also like my knife is there because you can like jimmy the fucking lock and shit, and you can fucking pick it. Oh jeez. And get the fucking latch open. So or I have credit cards okay. in my pocket, so like... Okay, so then are wearables, are wearables out of the question? Like, because I got a pair of steel-toe boots, and if this is zombie apocalypse, I'm wearing my steel-toe well, boots, bro. It's, it's like, prefer that you have closed-toed shoes. So, so you, you're not leaving like butt naked, just running through your flip flops and uh, boxers, just like. Nah, dude, your work everything. boots at least. <laughs> yeah, just the work boots. That's it. Something that union made at least. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. I got questions. Like, what kind of like am I getting? If I'm making coffee for work in the morning, I don't know. I realize the zombie apocalypse. I guess it's just on. how stressed are you right now? And uh, <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying about what do you need? <laughs> Well, no, I had three items, and you went like, "What about you?" Question every aspect of that. What is what the scenario is? Oh, 
What are you gonna grab right now if uh, the siren goes off and they say, "Virus zombies been released"? Well, I'm looking at we're one of them. them. I'm not, each, I turn into a fucking zombie. What the fuck you know? I'm like, when's the, when the music video is starting? He's getting fucking down with it. No, the music video is about to start anytime. I'm sure I'm being filmed. What's the closest like, object you'd hit me in the head if I just fucking turned into a zombie? Huh? Um. What, you oh, still haven't looked I under the table these, I to see these. where I taped all the shit. Ah, <laughs> yeah, psych, got you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I grabbed these scissors, the though. Yeah, I know where the knives are and shit, you know. But I'm right here. I'm right. I'm like, you're the easiest person for me to get. I probably hit you first before you got to him. I guess if probably. I saw you attack him. I would. Probably the chair, I guess. Obviously, we test this out. Just, just tag his ass. I, I just, I just stand up and kick you. <laughs> I would shit myself right across the room. Dead. There's, there's nothing safe right here. If you guys were zombies, who, who like, yeah, I got it. It's not by smell, so we'd smell you're alive. Is that all it is? Well, I would cover it up with the it's, shit. So, I've watched It's like Walking Dead where they cover up every, their whole orifice. I've watched a lot of zombie movies, and uh, is, is, it, is it smell, really, that the zombies go after? Or noise, or heartbeats, or rhythms. What, what maybe it would be heartbeat. What do you think it would be? Well, I, I think it's. I, I don't a, have a definite answer. No, 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 yeah, yeah cover up a smell. So I think it's a smell. That's what I always assume. Some zombies do smell. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I think yeah, it's, they all smell. Yeah, they that. smell, and so when they smell something that doesn't smell like them, they're attracted to it. But then there's also the zombies. The half zombie zombies. Movies. What about half zombies? You know. Yeah. Well, that shows. Like. Uh, fucking but no, there's that. Uh, uh, Citizen Z kind of zombies. But in yeah. most zombie shows, fucking noise always also attracts them. So if there's loud noises, oh, they go yeah, towards that. That's a, that's a given. But smell think, too. You know, you'd yeah. think zombies wouldn't be keen to uh, hearing. Yeah, you like are. We gotta save that for other guests. What I'm thinking with it, this is how we'll know if people actually listen to the podcast. Because these cheeses really like aren't hot at all. They're gonna rot Dude, before they, the next guest gets on your show. Yeah, they are so good. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to twist red beards on that. Oh no, uh, I hit up uh, Steven, bro. On mm-hmm. for Saturday, I hit him up. I said, Steven, hey, hey shout t- out to Steven. Yeah. He better be listening to this fucking podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I hit him up and said, hey, the, I, I know the girls are going out Saturday night for a girls' night. Girls' night. Come over and record a podcast with us. So, you know, two podcasts in one week because you can't do it next week? Yeah, I can't do it next week. So if we can get him in here on Saturday when the girls are doing their thing, we'll fucking record a podcast. Hell, even if you aren't doing anything, Doug, I don't know if you want to get on a bunch of them, but we could always use another slot. That one's probably going to be really drunken and really relaxed, so it might not be one you want to miss. Oh, yeah. God damn it. I have two beers open. Shame on me. Cheers yourself. I know what happens when you have two beers in your hand, right? Get caught slapped. That was not in the employee handbook. <laughs> Did you not, not read it? Yeah. <laughs> I read the employee Are you sure? I wrote I'm pretty sure that you're double fisting. You get a fucking punch in the dick, bro. I, no, I, <laughs> I think it means you're a badass, bro. If you're double fisting beer because you forgot that you're drinking beer. I heard there was an employee hand job. <laughs> <laughs> I only when do, to do this. When do I cash this in? Before? <laughs> I wasn't sure who to talk to you about this. But uh, can you help me? <laughs> We're gonna have to write, start writing, giving our guests vouchers. <laughs> Good for one employee hand job. But it's only point. Yeah, you can basically use this anywhere. It's totally legit. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Thanks so much. Hey, so for the viewers, it's only <laughs> it's only point five percent of a hand job. That's yeah. Point. You gotta listen to the first episode of the point five joke. You gotta at least try it out. I mean, they're not gonna do you wrong. <laughs> you, like when you're point five of the way through jerking them off, you just turn <laughs> off the camera and the rest doesn't exist. Yeah, no one knows if you don't say it's like in Vegas, right? What happens in Tom Hass's house stays in Tom. No, it's not life. my house. We don't implicate me. I don't live here. Uh, no, it's a, what happens on the podcast. This is the nice stays on the podcast. You have, 
I haven't been to, hears it. I haven't been to a studio much nicer than this. Like it's huge, awesome, um, accommodating. Absolutely. Um, Did we want to? Thanks for bringing this beautiful fucking in the uh, Crowflower Studios. I would love to podcast. Could happen. Yeah. Do some recording on some uh, big boy equipment. Okay, big boy. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we are actually going to be looking into buying a little bit better. uh, We are out of time. I just saw that uh, sponsors are calling. And we're going to need to go ahead and... uh, Hey, who do we need to thank? No, we're fine. Hey, I'd like to thank all our sponsors tonight. <laughs> Doug, Doug and his br- hot cheese. <laughs> Doug's homemade bone broth. So, okay. Before, I guess, since it's our third episode and you're our first guest, three times one equals three, obviously. Uh, and I've had two surprises. There's one more surprise, isn't there? There is one more surprise. Oh. But we need you to... Uh, I feel this surprise. I think it would be awesome. You really don't have to do do it if you don't want to. We would like you to play Masquerade on the acoustic for the podcast. For plugging Crowflower. Hell yeah, Crowflower. Check yeah. us out Spotify. I got, Instagram. I, I got my guitar way. over here, dude. I got my guitar over here. Do you think you can do it? If you don't want to, it's fine. I think that means a yes. Go grab the fucking guitar. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. We're gonna fucking... A tuning session? Yeah, right. so uh, we're gonna figure this thing out. I'm gonna uh, smoke. I need to smoke with you, you too. Know what? I'm gonna tune this guitar and I'll smoke with you. Hell yeah. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. sneaky about it but we were having good conversation and sometimes just gotta like try and be sneaky and record that shit
Oh, you guys just got a special fucking yeah, yeah, got that fucking yeah. great ass song, man. I don't even know if we're uh, if we should like edit that at all. No, that is fucking pure as fuck, dude. That was hard as fuck, bro. That was awesome. Thank you again yeah. for uh, doing that for us, there, Dougie Fresh. Yeah, my pleasure. It's nice to jam out and hang out with you guys. Oh yeah, thanks for coming over, being our first first guest, man. Uh, what are we? Uh, Shit, we're almost a uh, quarter after an hour, which should be a pretty good pod. I feel. Hey, I'm starting to feel the hour and 20 mark. I, sometimes you just can't quite get it all in the hour mark, but uh, yeah, we rage, we taste cheese. Uh, Listen to we some, nice some surprise table whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 awesome <laughs> table whiskey. I mean, if your buddy's going to pull a prank on you, you, you sure hope it's a prank when he pulls a bottle of whiskey out front of the table. Yeah. That's a buddy. <laughs> yeah, bro. That was fucking dumb as fuck. <laughs> like I said, I, I had another option, and I don't want to let you guys know what that other option was in case I want to pull this again. Um I might have said it in the beginning of the podcast, so I guess if you listen or remember, if somebody gets that, I, I will make them all smoke with you, sure. Fuck yeah. So, Hell uh, yeah. I'll smoke. I'll do it. Put in the yeah. comments, let us know. Cool. We look forward to hearing from it. I fucking yeah. loved having you, Doug. Eager, thanks yeah. for fucking helping me out with this again. Yeah, man, um, it's been a fun time. And yeah, Doug, thanks for being on and fucking jamming out. That was a fucking sick session, bro. Yeah. You're a whiz at the guitar. And with that, I'll, I'll smoke with that. I'll smoke with that as well. Yeah, I'll smoke with you. Faggots. Faggots.